Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports. This is Dan, my uh, my partner. I'll just call him that. I'll just say it this way. He's my partner now from Assorted Goods. And this is the uh, NFL uh, midseason report. All right, here we go. We're halfway through the NFL season. I got my guy Dan here. We did the quarter season report. It feels like yesterday, dude. Uh, honestly, and yeah. now we're yeah. now we're back for the mid season already. I, I just can't believe the way time's flying. So, how have you been? First of all, I've been good. I've been good. I appreciate these sort of. It's very business like the quarterly check ins. You know, like the <laughs> Q two report. Now, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like it's like an update. It's like an update. It's like okay, how things are going? Yep. You know, are there things? Uh, how how are they under our watch? Which we didn't do too bad on the quarterly. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, am I now accountable for all my previous? Yes. Opinions? Here's what here's what you'll find out in sports podcasting. You're accountable for everything you say every second of every day. Yep. It's just ridiculous. That's- that's um, the fun of it, isn't it? I mean, just the, saying things, being wrong, and then having people yell at you. Yeah, right? and you brought it up, and before we get into it, um, you know, everything's set. We're going to do a show, and then last weekend happens, and I'm like, okay, well, the NFL is upside down now. <laughs> we we know nothing. Yeah, uh, every everything that we thought we knew was wrong. Uh, I, I I'm going to I'm I'm just going to stop texting you. I'm going to next time I'm on the show is on the Rams bye week. Okay, wait till because right after a win, like just wait, wait till right after a win. Yeah, like um, I'm going to have to get you like four fifteen or something on a Sunday. Just be like, okay, I'm Wednesday. And now's I'm the coming. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, two two weeks ago, they they're without a doubt looked like the best team in the NFL, and I had them yep. in my rankings at the best team in the NFL. And then I got to sit there and watch them. Like, are you freaking kidding me? That being said, they're still good. We're gonna we'll get to your Rams report here okay. in a minute. Uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about what you got going in the podcast. I know you just uh, sure. your episodes just started popping. You got you got, got kind of a new take. So let's take a few minutes and talk about what, what's Dan got going on right now. Uh, well, yeah, sort of goods. My my primary podcast. I shouldn't say primary podcast, considering that uh, you know uh, my other podcast, fucking a the you're, comedy one. I've done already more got, episodes of that than I ever did of my own stuff. That's how so. it goes, right? Uh, Jeff Mike's help was ahead for a while. I, I exactly totally get it. as someone exactly. with another podcast. Yeah, so my my co primary podcast sort of goes uh, came back this week on Monday. Uh, first episode back in about four months. Um, shorter format, more trying to be to the point, um, less scripted and all that, and just sort of uh, diving into these topics again. The first episode is all about work and uh, the whole labor shortage that's going on, and uh, and a little bit about money too. So I just decided to pick something non controversial and easy, Jeff, to start again. No, and and I I'll be honest with you. I you know I'm a listener. I am I'm an actual listener of yours. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. But what I what what it's I okay. envy what I envy about your podcast is if I don't listen to it last week, I can still listen to it as opposed to mine that is literally trash like That's, every three days. Well, it's, I'm I'm starting to try to thread this need a little bit more. That before before I kind of reset everything, I was always talking about like stories that you like that like you could listen to them in 10 years and you'd still probably be get something out of it so i i try to get closer to current events but still maintaining just a little bit of a distance away that it's right. it's not like right. next week it's now completely out of the news so i it's a it's a, it's a tough line to tread every now and then so 
it's yeah, it's been crazy. But I'm glad things are going for. I'm, most of all, I mean, selfishly, I'm just glad you're that you're back. We've all been to that point to where we're like, man, I don't know, oh, yeah. is this it? Is this it? You know, this is. And then so I, I'm so glad to have you back in the mix. You're putting content out there again. People deserve. I appreciate it. it man. They did. They I actually don't deserve the quality. <laughs> of your content. I know you're so humble about it, but then every time somebody's like, man, that's really you know something. Like yeah, Dan. Dan takes it to another level. You know, I, I'm just I, I just say it every time. Anytime it says any, anybody says anything to me about this, I just say I'm just I'm still just trying to learn new things. Like I, I the most enjoyment I get out of it is is the process and like learning how to like make audio and stuff. I feel like one of the cool yeah, things. it's it is really fun the technical side of it. I, I've been the same way. Like I can't I can still remember it was two years ago, uh, not quite two years ago, the day that I put a you know a feeler out there and I said. Hey, does anybody, which is so crazy. Anybody knows me now. I put it out there. I'm like, Hey, does anybody want to help me out with maybe doing some uh, video content tonight? I'm, I want to experiment yeah. with it. And obviously anybody knows me. It's been like, especially my wife would tell you it's been nonstop. Since <laughs> but we're glad to have you back. We're glad that the, you know, fucking A's I'm glad good. to be glad, here. Glad that assorted goods is going good. So now we're, oh, we're going to, let's just, let's just, uh, I think we, I won't even say get it out of the way because this is a tough week to talk about it. But overall, yeah. you have to be. There's no way you're not happy about the uh, the state of the uh, Los Angeles Rams right now. So we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of start with that. Get that out of the way. Let you vent yeah. a little bit. Okay, um, I'm ready. I'm, I'm for boiling. You. So, um, uh, look, I'll I'll just say one thing off the start, which is that again, as a Rams fan, if you've been a Rams fan for a long time that this is a very odd state to be in, which is, which is, it really is Super Bowl or nothing, right? Like yeah, there's, there's, which is very, a very strange mindset to have that every time they, every time they win, you're like, okay, one on to the next week and all that. And every time they lose, it's the end of the world. So just for them to be competitive is awesome still. To see I think a they're a little more team. than competitive. Well, yeah, I'm still getting used to it. It's only been three years after 15 have absolutely got off of football. So uh, I'm still optimistic. You thankfully. young people drive me crazy. <laughs> and here's what's funny. You have the advantage, and I'm going to guess that you had the advantage of being from Canada, that you have yep. no idea what it's like to be a college football fan. And this is every season of your life. Like it yeah. is like you start every season. Well, I'm, I'm a, a fan of a good college football team, but to start every season of your life, like it's when, or it's the end of the freaking world. Yeah. And so I think that's what it's uh, like. So this year there's a few teams like that. Like it was Patriots for the longest time. Like it's, it's right. go It's super bore bus. Like you guys this year, the bucks this year, obviously yeah. I think the bills, I think the bills reached that level this year. I don't think they'd be satisfied with anything less than the Super Bowl. The Titans are probably get, uh, we'll, we'll get back around to the Bills. We will. The Titans are probably getting a little edgy. The Ravens are probably getting a little edgy. Like there's yeah. not that the Cowboys are, well, of course, I don't know. Here's the thing about Dallas Cowboys. Let's just be honest. They think they went to the Super Bowl last year. I'll be honest. I know people that are younger then the, they were born after the last time yeah. the Cowboys won a championship, and they still think that they won a championship last year. So they're a little the Cowboys. Uh, the Cowboys are like uh, they're like New York Knicks fans, or or oh more applicably God. to me, they're like Toronto Maple Leafs fans in hockey, or, or Yankees fans. They think that having a good team is a championship, and then that it's like once they have a really good team, they're like it's over. We've already won. Like it's done. Our players are the best players. Nobody can beat us. And it's like okay, but you still have to win. 
win the games and win the championship. You just set off the ball network on fire. I cannot <laughs> wait. I need to. I'm gonna right right now. What are, what are hey, we? We're, I'm we're, from Toronto. I'm from Toronto. I know crappy sports hey, fandoms in big cities as well as most people do. We're at 7:54. I wrote it down. I circled it. I cannot okay. wait to put that clip up on headliner. But anyway, let's get back to the our Rams. I'm gonna call them our Rams because I've Rams. adopted. Okay. I've adopted this team this year. I like this team. I like everything they've done. So let's just kind of go through it. Um, you know, last week we they they took a tough loss. Um, I, I still can't explain it. Um, that was I think it's by far Stafford's worst game it's what of the I'm season. Here. It's what I'm I here know. for. And, so I'm yeah. going to kind of go through it. But all in all, they're having a really great season. Um, they look when they look good. They look really good. They definitely yeah. look like a contender to me. So let's talk to Dan. You tell me uh, what's what's good. And what's bad ab- about the Rams? Well, I mean, two things off the off the, the top. I, I have to give respect for respect to do that. The Titans, the Titans played a fantastic football game and executed a strategy that that has beaten the Rams over the past four years consistently, which is highly aggressive defense and knocking them off their their initial game plan. What's that? I think it's like a Mike Tyson quote or something. That's uh, everyone's got a plan till they get punched in the mouth. Till they get hit in the face. The, yeah. the Rams. For under Sean McVay have always had that weakness, which has always been the second somebody knocks them off their game, it is it is completely out the window until halftime. Typically, I mean, the 2018 game against the Bears where they got the crap kicked out of them on Monday Night Football completely threw them off. the The first half of the NFC Championship game that year, and pretty consistently throughout. I mean, the Arizona game earlier as well. This year, first halves can be a disaster if the other team comes out firing aggressively, especially heavy blitzes. Um, coming from like their linebackers or bringing somebody like a nickel corner and all that. They, it, they instantly throw off McVay's game plan and he abandons the run so quickly that the second things get off game plan, he go, he's like a kid playing Madden. He just starts calling passes every time and thinks I'm going to dart my way down the field. And all that did combined with the Titans, having one of the best punters in football, pinning them within, I think the five or 10, a few times early on is they forced pressure against their own goal line and he cracked and threw two picks and gave them 14 points. And that was pretty much the game. So and you can't. Yeah. And just to piggyback on that, we yeah. saw uh, the Browns and Bengals this weekend. And I said the exact same thing. As soon as it happened, as soon as uh, Burrow threw the, you know, the pick six on the goal line, I looked over yeah. at my wife. And of course, I overreact quickly just because that's just yes. what I do. It's literally what that's I do. Being a sports fan. That's and, but fan. what I said was I was like. And in, in, in the NFL, especially in even a decently close game, you can't do it. Like, it's already over. Like, you, you've, that was a 14-point yeah. swing. That was the extra points that you had if you were favored. It's over. And I thought the same thing. As soon as Stafford did that weird, like, try not to go down and throw away yeah. the ball, two points is not near as bad as seven. I never understand why players – expect. Well, it's really basically quarterbacks panic in their own end zone like that. It's two points. I know you got to give the ball yeah. to the other team, but you can recover from that. A pick six, there's something different about those that just sure. changes everything. And well, in a pick six, four, as as one of them was, the other one was, which was a pick back down to the goal line and then an yeah. instant touchdown. Because, I mean, if you make a goal line stand holding the field goal, there's the momentum back. But the defense trots back out on the field again, like, oh, geez, here we go. We and then bang, it's seven points. It's it's demoralizing, and you're right. It is the difference in the long run of the game. They played better at the second half, as they almost always do, is play much better in the second half. 
And and they started to look like they were cracking the Titans defense, but it was just too big of a hill to climb back up. So especially against really, a team that's it, playing it, great. Let, let's dig into this. It really shouldn't have been though. Like what as, as a because I won't pretend I've, I watch the Rams as much as I can because I really like them. I enjoy the way they play. Yeah. I, I have no worries about them. I'll, I'll, I'll give that away. But as a fan that really like digs into it, because I'm like that with Ohio State. Like Ohio right. State will win a win a game. And I'm sure that you're like, oh, Ohio State's really good. But you're not gonna yeah. rewatch and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch and critique like I do. And then by the time I'm by the time I get to Tuesday, I'm like, oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. This guy's doing this wrong. What right. what what is the what is the flaw? I want you to tell me what the flaw. We'll we'll start with the flaw and then we'll work our way back. Sure. So we're in a we're sure. in a good mood going forward. Well, what is the flaw? The flaw of the Rams? If- Anybody watch that game on Sunday Night Football, they're going to tell you right now they already knew what the flaw. They can tell you the flaw because everybody saw it, which was their interior of the Rams offensive line. Their center, Brian Allen. I kind of wanted to get there. Got literally run over. I mean, there were times where their guys were just throwing our center out of the way like like the Incredible Hulk and then getting free rushers straight to Stafford. He was, I mean, that that weird spinny interception out of the end zone that, that he did to avoid the safety was to me, pure panic was pressure he had been, up. yeah, yeah, four four drives in a row. He was getting pressure up the middle and and had no time, and he just got desperate, which happens to guys sometimes. So their biggest weakness is still the interior offensive line. They didn't address it last year. They they uh, decided to seemingly go in a direction of we trust the development of the guys in house. Uh, they've been decent, but when you go against a really really high end interior offensive line like the Titans have. Uh, their their D line was very good, very very good. So no, so I worry and, about that. Yeah, and and once we get to the teams and stuff, part of this, like I, I saw that too. I saw that yeah. side of it, and I, I couldn't wait to ask you about the offensive line because sometimes I won't pretend that's the. I mean, I'm not an expert at every position, but like I can see a lot of stuff. Offensive line, like I can see them as a unit, but I really struggle to pick out like it, if something's really bad because a lot yeah. of times, you know we say it was bad or whatever, but then you look at it and you're like, well, the quarterback didn't see this. He didn't call this mm-hmm. protection out. And so that's what I was curious as a Rams fan. Like, is there a chink in the armor at the offensive line? Well, so. there is. That's the thing. And, and specifically the center right guard sort of a gap there. Um, uh, Which God, is I'm a bad place. To- well, yeah, Austin Corbett and, and Brian Allen, the guard in the center there, are, are were clearly pinpointed by the Titans as their weakest point. The one thing that really confused me and is I come on your show all the time and I always like to take shots at Sean McVay. Uh, it's probably envy pouring out into a podcast. <laughs> but uh, the thing that he does, he, he does a lot, he goes away from things that work, specifically the run game most of the time. But the other thing he, he had been doing and, and had the offense doing for for a while there was having his running backs and pass pro come directly up to the line of scrimmage and stand right in the a gap between the center and the guard, not step up into it upon the snap, like pre snap would run up and, and at the snap stand right there to plug it immediately. And, and I couldn't understand why they didn't do that when the Titans started bringing pressure up the middle. I thought you've been doing it all year and it's been working really well. And Henderson's been a really good blocker and now's the time to do it. And he just abandoned that. So then I, I I like digging into this football talk. So we'll, we'll see how this show goes. But I like this part. <laughs> so then there, another question I would have in the exact same situation. Um, you know, and McVay was so good at this, especially the Super Bowl year. Uh, why are we not going more eleven and twelve personnel? Let let a let a H back. You know, slide over there. Do they? 
I, I won't pretend that I know Higby. He's doing a great job. Yep. Do they have the tight end personnel that they can essentially have an extra offensive lineman? Is that a possibility? Uh, they're, they're much thinner at tight end this year than they have been. In the past few years, they had Gerald Everett as their second, who I always thought was an underrated player playing for Seattle now. But he was a he was a pretty good interchangeable. Our second tight end now is, is oh, I can't even Jacob Harris or or someone like that. Like there's nobody there's nobody who has a full set of skills. Yeah. Um, in the second tight end spot, we either have guys who are blockers or undeveloped receivers. Um, so there's not really a guy who can do both. And therefore, it's I don't think they've really been using that second tight end very much. They really like Van Jefferson as the third receiver as well. So um, that two tight end set hasn't been so much this year than it has in years past, which yeah, I think is just them for sure. The other night it felt like and I and I which is funny, this the correlation to Ohio State is is crazy because that's the same thing that a lot of us are saying. Like maybe it's time to bring, you know, that that extra guy in and 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 yeah. fight this out for a few weeks and figure out the protection and stuff rather than to just leave Stafford out there to it was almost yeah. sometimes yeah. I'll ask you this as again as a fan, sometimes what I see and I never I used to not like to accuse people of this, but I know when you're on my show, we'll accuse people of anything. Right. And by the way, how right could we have been about Aaron Rodgers? That's neither here right. nor there. But sometimes I think that McVeigh is one of these coaches that he's like, I'll show them like the Titans yeah. will come in here and I'll outsmart them and I'll put 50 up yeah. on them in the passing game. And, I, I don't. I don't uh, think it's pride or anything, but he just gets a little stubborn with his play calling. No, I think I think you're on the right path. Look, in my experience in life, from from even when I played and coached football a little bit too, but offensive coaches, unlike defense, defensive coaches are more prideful in the effort and the intensity. Right? Offensive coaches are, are all about execution and game plan, and mm -hmm. and all these offensive geniuses guys, uh, these these dudes are always about. Sticking to the plan and exactly that. It, there's a lot of arrogance and hubris in being an offensive play caller and getting humbled is, I think, any offensive quote, coach's greatest challenge is exactly that. Somebody doesn't care what your game plan is, doesn't care what your, what your reads, doesn't care. They're coming to kick your ass, so you better think on the fly. And McVeigh takes way too long to adjust to that. I knew because I texted you during the game, if I remember. Yeah. I said, the second half is going to be better but he's going to be slow to adjust. And that was the case. He's got to get, he's got to humble himself. I thought he maybe would have learned that in the Super Bowl or again, that bears game in 2018 or any other time that this has happened because it keeps happening. He doesn't seem to be able to snap out of it. it, yet, does, though. it, it the Packers last year in the playoffs, like it's at some point, yeah. like just I, for lack of an easier term, just grind it out, like figure out a way mm -hmm. to grind it out. And yeah. I do understand that, you know, the the salary cap structure and the roster and all that, like to get Stafford, you, you have to give up certain things. That's just sure. And I have no problem with that. The, well, here's what we can say at this point. Let's here we go. We'll start into the NFL midseason part. Okay. Stafford was the right decision. Like, yes. it, it, clearly it has not failed. He was the he was the biggest uh, trade. I almost called him a free agent. Biggest trade in the NFL in years, and it has worked out. No, I, there's no way as any of you Rams fans can second guess it. Um, no, it's but what was concerning? What was concerning about that Titans game and why I'm making this point about him being slow to adapt to these sort of pressure schemes that come at him is that watching that first half, I thought. If Jared Goff had started this game, it would have been the exact same football game so far, which means that, that the, the common that. denominator, the common <laughs> denominator in the first half of that game wasn't the quarterback. It was the coach. 
So yeah. it, to me, it's to me, it's still him having an issue with with adapting to those pressure schemes, regardless of who his quarterback is. But that being well, said, yeah, Stafford. Please. And I think a lot of it too is that that McVay and Stafford they both suffer from the same thing is is they haven't. McVay's really young, hasn't had a yeah. Hall of Fame quarterback yet. He does now. Mm-hmm. Stafford hasn't had a proper Hall of Fame coach yet. He does now. So what the difference we <laughs> Whoa, see is... There's a, that's a hot take, Jeff. Well, Hall the, of Fame coach, maybe? No, I said he hasn't had one. Oh, no, no. I think oh. he's... Uh, oh, I, think I he's, thought you were calling I'm, Sean McVay a Hall of Famer. No, 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 no. No, no I think he's on his way. I think he's a great coach. Okay. I really do. But okay. the problem is they're they're still learning together, even though Stafford's a 13-year vet, that those little things that you see, because yeah. when, when I talk Stafford, I'm putting him up in the echelon. I'm talking the Bradys, the Rivers, all these guys. Yeah. So the, the play that he doesn't make, when we go back to it, when, he, when he's in the end zone, he gets spun around. Brady either, Brady or Manning, those guys, they fall down. They throw the ball. They, they, don't, make, they don't make the mistake that kills their teams. I don't think Stafford's dumb. I don't think any of that. I think it's yeah. just a lack of playing in big games and important games as to where if he does that in Detroit, he's probably done that five or six times. We have no sure. idea because it's only a highlight. They might have won the game. They probably, they the game. He was probably having flashbacks to his Detroit <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I remember, oh, God, when I, shit, <laughs> I remember when I used to get the shit beat out of me every day. So yeah, he probably felt a little too familiar for him. So yeah, I, we'll I see. I, and, and hey, we're talking down a 7-2 and two football team. And a guy no, like yeah, Stafford is still a top saying. MVP candidate. Like, yeah, it's we're just, gonna get into that. We're gonna get that's into playoff that. football, though. That game was a, that was a playoff football game. Prime yes. time against one of the best teams in football. That's what playoff football looks like. I'm almost glad they got their ass kicked because they better get it in now than yeah. than in January. So, so before we move on to our uh, midseason awards, you know what, whatever okay. we're gonna call them tonight. How do you feel about? Let's switch to the other side uh, before because sure. I. A little. I'm just going to give you the chance a little bit later. We're going to talk about Cup. I just wanted, okay. just so you know, that okay. I'm not skipping over okay. my man. Good. But uh, how do you feel about the defense that we were told like this? This is unstoppable. Uh, all this, and then they trade for Von Miller, who didn't get a play yeah. last week. Yeah. How do you feel about watching him? Like, is the defense as good as they should be? They've settled in finally, and it seems like Raheem Morris is getting a little bit of a better read on what he's got defensively and the way he's calling his plays. Um, same with Jalen Ramsey is just kind of mastering this he's position really that they've good. created for him. Like he is, he is. I, I don't know what the word is for. I don't want to say he's the best at it, but he's such an impressive physical corner now. And in yeah. a way, his game is like so he's rare. not Deion Sanders. He came flying in on a couple of plays there against the Titans that I thought that that yeah. looks like Ed Reed. Like he's 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 a, a very well rounded defensive back beyond just being a shutdown. I don't corner. know what a comparison for him is. I need to think about that. Like the most, physical- I, I can't think of one f- cornerback wise. I mean, he resembles more of a safety sometimes, and and yeah. even then, I don't know if I've seen a guy play all around like he does. I mean, it's it's impressive. But the rest of the defense is coming together. Health is the only thing that matters for them. Von Miller. I mean, you have Leonard Floyd on the other side too. He's been playing great, just tearing people's heads off. It's it's a nightmare for yeah. offensive lines, and it may help the secondary that's been a little wonky at times, um, sort of be able to get on their feet a, a little bit better, getting that much front seven pressure. But I still worry about their run defense. Is the one thing that they're inside but linebackers. I, w- I will say weak, this: the other night we talk about this Titans game. 
the defense showed up. Like Titans really yeah. didn't have a great game. Like that's that no. that that is the truth of it. They you know their offense didn't have to really do much. Um, they were held down. So I don't think that. Here's what I would say: is I'd be very comfortable going into the future with this Rams team as a whole. Just a, I, I've been really impressed with how the roster has worked out. Like a lot of times we see these teams put together in the summer, and the and I know the Rams were a, a really nice base team, but still, when you add a quarterback and you lose this guy, and then you know now. what they've done is they've done exactly what they should have done. Just we kind of saw this with the Buccaneers last year. It took them a few more weeks, but it was like, Oh no, the experiment's working. Like we brought in the most important piece to our franchise and now we're a better team than we were 12 months ago. Well, I mean, what you said, right. About, about these quarterly reports we're doing, right. Is that I'm already accountable for all my opinions four weeks ago, but also, I mean, the first half of an NFL season, what you get out of all all 32 teams and what you get out of those same teams, the next. Yeah eight well nine weeks now or 10 weeks it's it's night and day right because some teams are are they start hot they crash some teams take a little while like yep. the, what were the bucks last week five and four at this point yeah something like that and, and now what like so yeah i'm with you on that so well and let's just let's just uh let's just flip right into that we'll kind of yes. get a get away from the rams which i just it, it just works out that you're a rams fan i really love this team and there's a lot to talk about once again they're fine. So I hope let's we're just talking about our, them for a long time. So yeah, well, nice. you you already touched on like who is actually ready for the stretch run. So we're going to talk about that right now. So halfway through the season, now I don't want to. I don't really want to know who you think like who had the best first half of the season. I want to know who Dan thinks right now is in the best position to actually win a Super Bowl. Like it's easy to look at some of these records and go, oh, that team was really good or this team's coming around. Like I want to know who Dan thinks is actually a, a good team right now. I outside of the records. I think I'm preparing myself for accountability later, which is I think that the Ravens and the Titans right now. Um the Titans, yeah, their defense was impressively good yesterday yeah. or, or on in that Sunday night game. Interior and, defense travels too. Like that, yes, that, that holds up. That's that's a seriously good asset to have. And they've got a lot of guys playing really good on their defense. Uh Harold Landry, um, David Long Jr., Kevin Byard, I think might be the best safety in football now, pretty, pretty, pretty much. Um, they're playing, but the reason the same with the Ravens, they've managed to get through a ton of injuries. And again, my money's on a team getting better and gelling with each other over the course of the season. And the Ravens have come through a really tough stretch, like what, six and three now or so. So yeah. them and the Titans, I think the AFC is weak. I think it'll probably be the two of them maybe for the Super Bowl. I worry on the NFC side that it's going to be such a meat grinder of quality yeah. that whoever gets to the Super Bowl is going to lose so much on the way that it's going to be tough. But the Rams, obviously, I still think are, are contenders. Um, the Ravens, Titans, Probably the Bucks too. I just can't bet against Brady. I mean, no, and, they, and, they, and they're getting everybody. better. I mean, they're getting better each week, and they're in a. It, it helps that the Rams are. You know, the Rams. So I've got I've got the Rams for sure. I've got the Cardinals for sure because I think at this point the Cardinals have proven that they can beat any team. I think we can debate the Cardinals. I'll debate. Okay, you on let's the do this here in a second. Uh, okay, so I, I'm telling you who I've got, and then you, you okay because we'll yeah. you got a team that I'll push back on. So we'll, all right, we'll, good. we'll, we'll do good. this. We'll probably never be friends again. This is this will probably <laughs> be the breakdown of the North American. Okay. There's okay. probably some sort of treaty agreement 
that's, that's right. Gonna be over. No, You're going to be hearing from the prime minister tomorrow, all right? So I also had the Titans, the Bucks, of course. Good. And what I like about the Bucks is they're they're a really good team. They they have the one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. You know, if you yeah. look forward, that helps. Like I I always tell everybody when I do my rankings and they give me shit about it, I'm like, look at who they play though. Like the the your schedule the schedule determines the NFL playoffs more than any any other right. factor. And the Bucks have a really good one. Plus, so you're a, a forward thinking power ranker, right? You, yes, most people look at power absolutely. rankings as, as the resume behind. Oh, believe you're, me, I have okay. to fight about it every time I bring out my power rankings. I'm like, this isn't about. You need a new who, name for it. You know, you'd be like Facebook. You need to rebrand your power. I do need, you know what? Right? Next year. I no, I like that. I, I really do because I'm like, yeah. I don't care. I don't care what your record is. If you, you know, have a hollow record halfway through the season, like my power rankings are who's in the best shape to win a Super Bowl. I took a lot of go. shit for uh, uh, Los Angeles chargers today. And they're like, I've got the Raiders and I've got the Chiefs above the Chargers. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. The Chargers have looked average or less for a month. Whole division. That whole and division I don't, has looked and I, and it, here's, They're like, oh, the Chargers are in first. I'm like, well, that's because they had a bye last week. They all, <laughs> they all have five wins. Yeah. One of them's got Patrick Mahomes. The Raiders at times look really, really, really good. I'll, I'll, I'll be totally honest with you. I'm a bit swayed by Derek Carr's like demeanor, yeah. the control of the team. And if I got to split hairs right now, I think Chargers is the odd team out. I think Herbert's coming down to earth a little bit in his sophomore season. All great rookie quarterbacks come down a little bit because there's just yeah. so much film to watch. So yeah. I, I take a, you know I take a I take a lot of shit about that, but I'm like I'm sorry, but that's where I have the Chargers. But keep in mind, I still have them at like I think my rankings are 14th or 15th. I don't have them like in the bottom. So right, but 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 I'm like that's going forward. So anyway. So yeah, I agree with you on the Bucks, the Rams. Uh, I've still got the Bills in mind um, because, mm. and I might be crazy. I still think they're a team that when they play right, yes. they can they can win any game they play, and I think that's important. And last week was a knock because that really set me back. I'm like, what do I do with a nine to six loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, when, I'm, when you're telling me you're one of the best teams in the league, but then luckily. All the other good teams shit the bed. Yeah. So I'm like, whoo, that got me off the that got the me Cowboys off the Cowboys in particular, me. really. I mean. <laughs> so I'll start with I'll start with my nitpicks with you. Yep. I don't okay. think the Ravens I think I think they are I think they're really well coached. I think Harbaugh has done a great job. I think Lamar Jackson has gotten better, especially because of the injuries, because he's had to. But the realism of it is all the injuries, you know, and then their their defense is not. It's just it's just not good. I just you know, there's no number that says that they're they're good. And I don't think I just don't think they can keep holding this thing together. I think they're I think they're an airplane flying, and they've got duct tape holding wings on. Uh, the turbines are failing. They're they're one engine's going out, the next one's coming on, and I really think the yeah. wheels will come off. And even though I think this could be. This could possibly be Lamar Jackson's best season, and they also don't make the playoffs. Right. That would be my pushback on. Yours. I can. I will actually give you. I'll give you those points. I think they do. I. I just. I find there to be something sort of appealing by just the fact that they. They don't seem to be phased by everything that's happened. Nothing so far, and it, and that's just a quality that as it goes on, especially when it gets to playoff football, and they are a. They are a, a sort of a ground and pound team. Mm-hmm. I just I could see them catching people off guard, especially if they get home field in the playoffs or where depending on where they finish. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, but at the same time, I, I 
fully concede those same points to well, you. Well, the problem with it is I've watched because you know, my wife is a Baltimore Ravens fan. I love the Baltimore Ravens because I just I just like I like how they're co- I like I just like everything about it's them. Great so organization. I, I yeah. enjoy watching them play, and I've also remember that they probably should have started the season one and four. Like that's just yeah. the facts of the matter. I saw Indianapolis beat them, even though they didn't. I saw Detroit beat them, even though they didn't. Yeah. There's so many flaws that you couldn't make up, and I'm like, when is? And I saw Cincinnati kick the crap out of them, and I was like, well, that's a fluke. And then I saw Cincinnati has not looked great in two weeks since. I'm like, what's going on here? Minnesota, I have no idea how Minnesota loses that game last week. It's not because the Ravens were like we're saying that all the time about Minnesota. Oh, that's, that's, that's the issue. And Minnesota everybody gets, reminds me of the Chargers last year when they had yes. uh, Anthony Lynn, where you thought this is a team that could easily be. 10 and Ex- 6 except for with a 100 million dollar quarterback. Yeah, but they're also they're just like they're every game you're exactly. like they're in every they keep losing games 30 to 27, 34, 31. You're like you guys you got to turn some of these last second things around. So Exactly. And that's what the Ravens have done this year. Credit to yeah, the, and the Ravens have done it. Yeah. For getting the wins. I and I really do. I really enjoy watching them play. I, I enjoy watching the growth of Lamar. But that that's the one team that I'm like, I just I just feel like the uh, bottom's gonna fall out at any minute and they're gonna take oh, now do I do I rebuttal your cards one then? Yes, yes let's one? talk okay. about the Cardinals. Let's tell you My, tell me why I'm wrong about the Cardinals. I, I only think you're wrong for one reason, and the fact is is that I still now and the last week has sort of shown that to me, I s- still think that Kyler Murray can't make it. The health of Kyler Murray, that's it, right? He's, I mean, he's an incredible talented kid. Like that's it, so talented. Yeah. But Damn, he he just over the course of 16, 17 games, he wears down. And when he wears down, he gets he actually looks tired as seasons go on. He does. So it's in every time that I talk to you, you talk about the Cardinals. Why do I keep having faith in the Cardinals? <laughs> well, JJ Watts out for the year now, too. Um, yeah. you know, they got, got they got a lot of weapons on their offense, and James Conner figuring it out is is a is a big sort of plus for them going forward. But I mean I just, I just, uh, I wonder if they're going to be able to get through the battle of sort of wear and tear throughout the year. Yeah, I don't think they're better than the Rams. I think the Rams will wind up ahead of the Cardinals. I think they're good enough that they're definitely going to get to the playoffs. And then I think it's a situation. I think this really helps this year, and the NFC is totally different than the AFC. Is that if somebody says, oh, yeah, but you got to go through SoFi, okay. And nobody cares. You, know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like it's, and yeah. I love that place. I love to watch games there. But you're not, you're not, you know, Green Bay is the the X factor here. It always is. But then everybody's told us for, I mean, how many years? What's we had ten years now to where everybody's like, well, you can't go through Green Bay, and Rogers yeah. still doesn't get it done. So I know Packers are a good team. Um, we just saw that the Cardinals should have beat them that night. When the Packers won that game, the Cardinals should have beat them. They got they panicked at the end of the game. And I do count yeah. that. I do count that as like there's something to that. Just like the Bills should have beat the Titans. Like that that those are real things that you right. see with your eyeballs. So if if it's if it's that razor thin, yeah, I, I guess if the Cardinals have to go to Green Bay and it's one of these 10 degree games, so yeah. be it. But I, I you know, if it doesn't work out that way, then you're talking like I think the Cardinals on a on a neutral field have a shot. I think the Rams are better than the Cardinals in December, but I think the Cardinals have done okay. everything they can do, especially like going to Cleveland and destroying them, going to San Francisco. They put these games out of reach and they and they're really doing it a lot of toughness. That that's what I that's what I've been surprised yeah. about. It's not I know I think the 
every, the perception is the Cardinals are this like they're Texas Tech. Everybody thinks they're Texas Tech. They're not. <laughs> like they're they're toughing these games out and they're they're tackling well. And but I I one hundred percent agree again that it's it's all hinged on whether Kyler Murray can stay on the field. If he can't, yeah. then everything's well, off the board. And not Cole even McCoy's just health wise. I mean, it's it's he mobility. Just looks wise. beat down. Yeah, he in the last three years by by the second half of the season he looks beat yeah. down and now he's got an ankle injury which I mean it, it's Nagging. sort of it's it's same thing for all these mobile mobile quarterbacks who completely change the game with their speed is all right but if you have to stay put can you win a football game yeah. in the playoffs if you're banged up and hurt and it's it's such it still feels like a long shot for me happily ready to be proven wrong though so we'll see. Yeah. No, no, no. You're right. I, I don't just dis- disagree with that. And I thought that for a couple of weeks, but then they did some, especially last week. I'm like, they, they completely yeah. made. And I'm not even sure. And I'll say this on record. I'm not a hundred percent sure that if it comes down to it, Colt McCoy can't get this team to the playoffs. Like sure. I think that, this is a this is a good team and a veteran backup quarterback. It might be a might be a Philadelphia Eagles situation to where. You know, it's it's enough to like it to get to the NFC Championship or something like sure. that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't pick them against any of the the big boys without that. But a- after that, everything else is a crapshoot. So right, right. Let's uh, let's move on. That was our contenders. Let's move on to our best player so far. And I just left sure. this wide open. I know that because if you say just who's the MVP, then we basically just lift our list our top four quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that's, that's too easy. So I just kind of want to talk about like who's like st- stood out so far to Dan when he's like, man, that guy's really making a difference. Well, I'm going to save the most obvious one that I would say for last, but <laughs> I mean, Lamar Jackson, I think right now, again, yeah. the fact that he's winning games, the fact that after year after year, they just don't seem to change anything mm-hmm. on that offense for him. Like they, they still haven't got him anything that resembles a decent receiving core. Thank you. I keep saying this and everybody keeps telling me I'm wrong. And I'm like, I like the guys he's got. I like the guys he's got. And I'm not, and I will, I will pound the table for this. I'm not a wide receiver one guy anymore. Like that, that those years are over like of the, you know, Michael Irvin hasn't been in this league for a long time, but, (laughs) but you still need some size. I mean, you can have yeah. size and play in the slot. Lamar needs a guy with catch radius. He needs a big guy. He needs a guy to go out there. He can push people around. How they yeah. haven't addressed they try. that. They thought they, they went and got Sammy I do like Watkins, Bateman. which is everybody's last, you know, is, last resort, right? What a, so, what, a, what a disappointing career that Watkins had after. Oh, I don't know just, how much. I don't know if you watched him at Clemson. He was right? one of the best. Oh, I love he's, I, he. The year he got drafted. He was the he, best receiver I ever saw. Well, I wanted, I desperately wanted the Rams to get him that year. The fact that he ended up with the Rams four or five years later, but just injuries have ruined it for them. But they, you're right. They, he needs another safety net. I mean, Mark Andrews is really good for that. But outside of that, he needs another go to, he needs another first down kind of guy. That's essential in the playoffs moving forward, especially if they get down early, 14 points in a playoff game and they got to start throwing. And I would say, I would, I would push back on people like Hollywood. I don't care. Like everybody judges him on he's wide receiver one for the Ravens. Well, that's not his yeah, fault. That no, is not his fault. The guy, the guy puts his name in the draft and he gets drafted. He winds up wide receiver one for an NFL MVP. That's not his fault. Yeah. He is doing literally everything he can do out there at his size and stuff to to uh, win these games. He's had a really nice season, but yeah. you know, I don't. I can't judge him against. You know uh, Hopkins or somebody but, like that. But despite he's not all that. that, 
despite all that, Lamar Jackson has still got the Ravens at six and two, right? He's, Which is here's what's funny. Impressive. I mean, Derrick Derrick Henry's got you know he missed a game, but he's got a little yeah. over eight hundred yards rushing. Lamar Jackson's got six. Lamar Jackson yeah. has six hundred yards rushing this year. Is it's that ridiculous. crazy? And it, and it, but it's he's learned how to do it without without getting hit. Um, you know, he's a I, I love what he's done. He's got yeah. I, I had I had some knocks on him early in the season. I'm like, I, there's too much like going to the bench and lowering your head and and doing the whole like ah oh, gosh darn it thing. Like I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need another Philip Rivers in this league. <laughs> I need I need you to be better, Lamar. But you know, he's one. I forget what the stat is this year. It's three ten point deficits that he's overcome in the second half or whatever. So. Um, Lamar yeah, was on my list too. Uh, now I've got a few quick hitters for you in terms of players that I think. No, you got all kinds of man. We got. You, I, you, I got a few. Got. So, uh, Kevin Byard, I already mentioned. I, I really think he's he's turning the Titans' defense into. A, I'm a safety guy too. I love I love um, safeties. Joe Mixon, I think, has played really really oh, really good for the Bengals to balance their offense out. I mean, he's he's third or fourth in the league in rushing. I don't think Joe Burrow is having the year he has, and Jamar Chase is having the year he has uh, without having that good of a run game sort of nice. keeping people honest. Uh, Jonathan so Taylor. Who's benefited start. more? Who's benefited more Chase or Mixon? Because they benefited From, off each other. Oh, I think Mixon a, or I, I, I think Mixon. sorry, I think Chase is benefiting more okay. because of Mixon. I think I think I like the fact that. that they've been able to pull the defenses in is allowed they've all these defenses are getting completely you know caught with their pants down by this rookie outrunning all of them all because they're still worried about the really good running back. So I think, yeah, I think Chase has been um, okay. getting a lot of benefit out of sort of a well-rounded offense there as well. Uh, Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. I oh, mean, man. Becoming one of the best running backs in football. Uh, I still, I said it the last time I was here and I still say it again here. I still think the Colts might put something together. as the season I did too. I've on. got them in my top 16 now. Yeah, I think they're I think they're trending up, especially if Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan uh, Taylor has, if I'm not, if I'm, unless I'm misinformed, I believe he has the like one of the longest runs and one of the longest receptions from the the line of scrimmage so far this year, like something like that. Yeah, he's he's, he's got three doing, of the biggest plays in the NFL. Yeah, real yeah, game breaker. He's, he's killing, and that's it. hard uh, for me because I'm not a wasn't a big fan of his in Wisconsin. I'll just put you, and okay, I will say that fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. he had a big run against the Buckeyes, but we we held him in check. But you know, he's had a great season. He's hey, been a different I'm a team. Miami Hurricanes fan. How do you think I felt about Jalen Ramsey for years? So being a Florida State guy, fair enough. Yeah. Um, the other oh, and the other rookie I wanted to say. I think I probably said it last time too. But Micah Parsons for the Cowboys. Oh, he's unbelievable. Like great. I mean, Mac Jones as well. Those three seem to be kind of the trio of rookies to kind of lead the league this year. Michael Parsons is an all pro. He's an all pro defender already. I've never been more right about any rookie than I have been (laughs) Michael Parsons. I know we talked about this at the quarter, but I I stand by it. He's still working. He's he's still, still, you're still right about that, Jeff. So I love it. Of course, so versatile. The crescendo of my favorite player is best player so far is, is Cooper cup. I mean, yeah, let's do this. Let's talk about Cooper cup. Crushing it. I love Cooper cup. Um, th- this guy's doing everything. He's having a great, he's, he's got the potential, which is crazy. I, I was listening to another podcast today and they were talking about the numbers he's on pace, especially with an extra game this season. He can break none other than Calvin Johnson's records yeah. and guess who was quarterback. <laughs> so right. there's something to, but, uh, the guy's running great. The guy is just he's really currently got 74 catches, a thousand and nineteen <laughs> yards, 10 touchdowns in nine games. I want to put this in perspective. 30 years ago, that was 
the best season any wide receiver could have in the NFL. Yeah. This guy's halfway through. He's already been targeted 103 times, <laughs> which is unbelievable. From what I could tell, the only guy who's been targeted anywhere near that much was Tyreek Hill, who's 101. But he's, I mean, his chemistry is is near perfect with Stafford now. They had a couple of misfires for the first four games, but they're, they're yeah, think on about the that. same This is their first now. season together. And he's, yeah. I mean, as of right now, Cup is having the best season, one of the best seasons in NFL history. We're talking 07 Randy yeah. Moss level numbers. Uh, it, it, he's a health guy, though, for me. I mean, I'm very optimistic about him, but he he's always okay. had injury problems. So if he makes it the whole year, I, I don't think I don't think the Rams offense is going to have an issue as long as Cup is healthy. And, and he's there. that if dude. Though, he happens, does he, he does everything. His his everything. range, the way the way he catches the ball, the routes, the yeah. And let's just put it out there. And I keep saying this to everybody. This is not like your proverbial like. Um, what do we want to say? Like all the guys, he's not Wes Welker. Like let's just say it. Cup, oh, he's not the you. You want to say he's not. He's the not a gym rat. White guy he's receiver, a, gym rat, lunch. He's panel. not a yeah. He's not a gym rat. He's not a, oh, he works. No, this guy is. He's um. He is full fledged. Maybe the best blocking wide player. receiver in, oh, he's in great. football. The he, only he, receiver, very much. Like if like if we had to even compare them, like the as far as skill sets, as far as skill sets, because it's hard to compare receivers like team yeah. to team. But a guy that he reminds me of, like as far as like skill set wise is is uh jefferson from minnesota like yeah. that's a pretty big guy that can do jefferson can do a lot and i think if jefferson's on the rams he's having a really good season like cup jefferson like these yeah. guys that like they're not the they're not the they're not the the uh physical freaks like metcalf right. or somebody they're they're right in between to where they're like they're the best athlete that anybody's ever yeah. seen but they're not so big that like you can't you can't leave him in the slot or whatever. Like I like Jefferson. Yeah, you know, Chase is a good one, but Cup is just he's Cup figured is it a out. lot like Heinz Ward to me. Is, is, is oh kind okay. of wow. He reminds me of a lot. Is that exactly that? Extremely physical. Uh, never wants to run out of bounds after the catch. He's one of the leading yak guys in the in the league for multiple years. Like he's he's a great after catch guy. Extremely physical. Blocks not just downfield or, or split out wide actually gets brought down to block. He, because like I said earlier, we don't have a lot of great second tight ends on the roster. He comes down and blocks off the end all the time. Cause he's better than most tight ends. Yeah. And that opens up his ability to sort of sneak out on a screen pass. That's a good comparison. He lines up in the backfield. Heinz Ward was sort of that and, same thing, wait, right? Heinz. Now imagine if we'd ever saw a season where Heinz Ward had 75 catches. Yeah. I mean, it, could it, you imagine could you imagine if he wasn't playing on sort of the hard nosed Steelers and was playing in the 2021, you know, by the offensive. way, I could do a whole show on Heinz Ward, one of the best <laughs> all around football players I ever yep. saw in my life. I, I, I'm old enough to watch him like when he played in college and I had to use him at quarterback, had to use yep. him at every position. Just absolutely one of the greatest all around uh, football players I ever saw. I know I one love my favorites this year. I just, yeah. every game, every, like when it first started, I'm like, Oh no, he's having, he's, he's doing great. You know, I don't want anything to, you know, to uh, fall apart here. And then like week after week. And then now all of a sudden they're like, these, these numbers are like yeah. the, what he's on pace for and all that. And I know that doesn't matter. I mean, he's yeah, a technician he's, he's in terms of what he does. I mean, he's, he's, he's apparently such a, a good route runner. He's apparently right? a pro. What is he? He's probably what, four years in now. Is he, is he yeah, that fourth old? or fifth? I think he's his fifth yeah. year. He was also, if I remember, a little bit older out of college, too. So he's like, Cup's already like 28. I know yeah. it seems well, like, whoa, he's already up there. But. And it helps, too, that you have a quarterback that can 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 use all of the field. 
You know, I'm sorry, right. go, go, golf didn't have the range that Stafford does because yeah. on my list is Matt Stafford. Right, because there's yeah. every like his his stats are off the charts. He's having a great season. Um, they're Absolutely. winning. He's fit right in. And then there's a couple times a week to where he'll throw a ball. Even last even last Sunday in the win or the loss, there's a couple times where he throws a ball, and I'm like, that's just different. Like that is, yeah. Yeah, that's something that not a lot of people can do. And then when it comes down to it. I would rather my guy be able to throw that ball, especially some of the stuff he does over the middle. He had a touchdown right. two weeks ago. I think it was to Higby. And stay, he's just standing there. And look, it t- he looks like he's standing there as still as I am right now. And then all of a right. sudden, the ball is like stuck in the guy's shoulder pads. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the difference. He threw one the other night. And every I'm just like, I, I, know, I know we just assume that Rodgers has the best arm that anybody's ever seen in the NFL because – I, I can't argue with it, but I think Stafford is right there as far as like that thing's just it's just magic what he can do with it. Sure. Um he's up there with Mahomes. Rogers. I mean his arm talent is is his yeah, arm talent I mean, sort of is just four off the charts. What, what he does with it sometimes is certainly not up to well, comparable right. with some others, but but I, I but mean I, what he can do is ridiculous. But I, I mean, think though he is he has increased how far Cup can can range oh, and, and yeah. they, they've all yeah, done absolutely. good too it's not like anybody on that offense isn't feeding like they, they've had a really good year so yeah i had all those guys on mine um one of the defensive guys i have on there i got a few defensive guys on there okay. uh i think miles garrett has just yeah. jumped off the page every week week after week after he's just having one of these sometimes these guys like jj watt we saw it for about two years they get in these grooves and they've just yeah. they've just got it figured out. They've they're they're at the height of their physical ability, they're at the height of their talent, just their know-how, and and they're unstoppable. Right. And I think that Garrett's at that right now. Like every week I watch it and I'm like, what a problem. Donald's been at it for whatever, <laughs> almost a decade now. <laughs> like, you know, you get what I, it, it's so easy for me to go, oh, yeah, of Donald's course. the best, best, best defensive player in the league. No, but, I agree with you about him though. He's he's really he's hitting his peak right now. And it's one of those uh, things where you kind of have to brace yourself to be like, I mean, he's at what, like 12 sacks. It's like, how many records are going to get broken in the next years now because of this? I mean, he's on pace for right. like 20, 24 sacks or something right now. And he's, he's on pace for that. And he's getting like, they're not like people know it. And you, there's just, and he's, he's really good. He's really good at uh, defending the run. I mean, that guy yeah. just, the guy I said that earlier in the year because I take a lot of we might talk about this guy in a little bit, but I take a lot of heat for my Baker Mayfield takes, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if you think Baker Mayfield's good, he's not even the most important player, you know, for Cleveland because that no. Miles Garrett's the guy that keeps this train running, and I know that you got to build everything around. I love their, uh, you know, Cleveland's you know rookie uh, uh, linebacker. Uh, I think it's Okora. We call him JOK, but uh, right. you know he really helped this year. He's been hurt for a couple weeks, but Miles Garrett on on the defense has been great. I love Fred Warner for San Francisco. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, not for you, uh, <laughs> I think their season's over. What a dumpster fire! We might we'll talk about them here in a little bit. In yeah, disappointments, absolutely disappointments for me, not for you. Right, uh, but Fred Warner. He just every game. I'm like, man, this guy's oh, great. Similar to Miles Garrett, though. I mean, I mean, just and Aaron Donald in that same. There's that category yeah. of guys in this league who yes. are who are physically probably the best athletes. Tyreek Hill too. I mean, guys who are athletically in in this another stratosphere 
yeah. who are also technically very talented in what they do, understand their positions, know all the finer points, do everything right. And I think Ramsey's up there. Ram- yeah, Ramsey's up there too. I think he's he doesn't there. necessarily look like the greatest athlete in the world. He just looks like the the best, the the most like know, intellectually sound in what he's supposed to do on defense. He's but he's, he's, he's never out of position. Yeah, he's so physical that like I really yeah, I like what he's doing. He's a yeah. he's an advantage. He's an advantage to have for sure. So, so are, yeah. I mean, and there's so many good players now. Like we talked already talked about Parsons. Like honestly, he would probably be on this list, except for we don't do that with rookies. We separate yeah. them, even though uh you gotta you he might be in that category within a few years. In two or three I years, we're gonna be close. sitting there going, Oh man, he's at his peak. Look, he's got you know, he's made a million tackles this year or something. Yeah, yeah. right. I could see that. Another guy that has had a great season, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with him is uh, Tray- uh, Trayvon Diggs. Um, you know, he- he's had the splash plays, but he's given up yeah. plays. He's had a a breakout. I mean, he's literally had a breakout season. That's an easy yeah. thing to say, but he definitely has. But I don't know how good I think he is, even though he's playing really good. I don't know. Like if you trade for him tomorrow, I don't know if your team's that much better. But, you know, just to acknowledge yeah. that he's just had a terrific season. I mean, six statistically, he's, he's, he's statistically having right. a great year. But but a lot like, I mean, defensive stats like sacks and interceptions are, are extremely misleading yeah. sometimes. I mean, interceptions especially, like some guys can go off like that in a year, but still be sort of a, a negative at times, right? So, I mean, the guys that we always say that the best corners in the league don't get picks because nobody dares throw near them. Right, right. So we'll see if if in time that's still the case for him, if he's really that technically good of a quarterback. But even despite his interceptions, people are throwing at him. So. And I think through, and, and believe me, me and this guy – we don't we don't get along that well, even though he doesn't know it yet. Uh, T.J. Watts actually had an excellent season holding holding that Pittsburgh Steelers team together until they figured it out, and now they've kind of figured it out. You know, he yeah. got them through a couple games, um, and now the Steelers are a real threat in the AFC because who else is going to do it? Right. Um, and I, I said this all year. I kept saying with the Steelers, I'm like, I understand what you're seeing, but they're a smart team. You know, they, they, they know who they are. We talked about this. They know exactly who they are. And that's the advantage they have is because Mike Tomlin knows who his team is. And we just, you know, we spent how long talking about McVay as a little yeah. different to where he might be a little stubborn. Uh, you know, Tomlin is not that way. Like he, every game's different. Um, right. But uh, TJ right. Watt, I was hard on him, you know, with the, with the, the holdout and all these things, but he's, he's had an excellent season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they and and again, Steelers are somehow surviving in that division right now. I mean, right. we wrote them off early on, and and they're finding a way to win despite despite just a confusing roster at times. But it, great coaching, yeah. right? That's that's a, right. a good coach for just knowing who you are, keeping it together. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. They they're 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 literally built to lose a wild card game. I, I don't know what else <laughs> to say about them, and that's that's not even a knock on them. They're they're built to lose a wild card game. Yeah, um, they are. And I think they if are. they can get to the playoffs, they would consider it a success. So, are we talked about some of the good players? We know there's a ton of good players. Right. You know, we we got to touch on some of them. Uh, let's talk about some of the. Uh, we'll start with disappointing teams. Um, and as when I say disappointing, okay. I mean came into the season like you ought to be one way, but you're really another. So <laughs> a, a couple that I had 
there's yeah. well i'll just start i got the hat Go on ahead. Right now if, if you can't i was see, gonna say i was gonna say the biggest appointment for me is currently oh on my your head. god the miami freaking wow. dolphins um they haven't even even in their first their first game they won yeah. against the patriots they shouldn't have won that game patriots gave them the patriots ought to be one game ahead you want to talk about surprising right. teams the new england patriots have had an excellent yeah. season mac jones is I don't know if he's going to be rookie of the year, but he's right up there. Done a great job. Miami is terrible. <laughs> they, they, they obviously missed on Tua. I'll just say it. And I always preface this by saying Tua yeah. can have a fine life going forward because just because I say that they missed on Tua, that's fine. He can go do yeah. something else. He's not going to be a uh, starting NFL quarterback. He's not a Super Bowl quarterback. It, they, they apparently it's over. They. They're a mess across the board. Even when they win a game, they look bad, like last week. So they've got two wins. I don't even care. They don't even get the benefit of being bad this year because they don't even get their draft pick. The Eagles get their draft pick. Uh, right. The Miami Dolphins have been a huge disappointment this year. You know, to I me, as I, a team that should, still, should have been the playoffs. I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I think I, fi- I still filed Tua into a category of players that were horribly put were put into really horribly bad situations once they fair, were drafted. I mean, fair. he gets drafted, they're going to insulate him, then they decide not to insulate him, then they put him in, then they start playing him, then he starts to play better, then they have these weird shuffles of their roster where they don't seem to have a lot of continuity with their off with the players around him. Then they kind of spend an entire offseason talking about trading for another quarterback <laughs> already, and then that goes into the season that he gets hurt again. Like it's it, he's just he seems like a guy who's been dealt a really bad hand. And then it's just, it's hard to be a good NFL quarterback if things aren't but nicely set up around he, you like that. But so. he just doesn't, he, he there's not, he also doesn't look good at times. Yes. I'll Thank give you. you. There's not been one game yet to where I'm like, Oh, that's the guy. For instance, uh, a couple nights ago, Justin Fields in the Monday night game finally had his, what we'll call the coming out party. Everybody will sure. refer to that Monday night. I uh, looked terrible early against the Steelers and then let it come back. Could have won the game. And everybody's yeah. like, okay, we lost the game. But if you're a Bears fan, you're like, we're fine. Like, I, I feel yeah. good about this. Like, Justin did everything that he has brought here to do. If our kicker does this, refs do this, blah, blah, blah. Right. So they had that game. Tua has never... I can't think of a throw. Um, I can't think of a decision, anything that I'm like, that's the guy. It, it, he just, he does not look like an NFL quarterback, which the upside of that is if they get one, they might be good again. Like the, maybe the team is built to win today. There was something that I wanted to ask you and maybe you can help me as a, as a actual Dolphins fan. Uh, When Flores took over, right. Wasn't there was there not a story about how like uh, it was one of the biggest turnarounds in terms of wins from yeah. the year before, right? So then, is this like one of the biggest turnarounds the it's, other way? I mean, if he wins be. three games, I mean, hey, I think they would have I, both. I believe right? they, they wind up one in ten last year. I think, yeah, right. Yeah, no, so you're exactly this, right. This and guy's, I would have told you, I would have I would have direction. I would have told you a year ago, like. Everything's going fine. Flores yeah. is the guy. Um, that was the one concern I didn't have about the Dolphins was the coach. And I still don't. I really don't because okay. I think that if you're this mismanaged at quarterback, I really, really – because all season, this is one of my things that I'm kind of driving home. Like 
for the first six weeks of the season, I'm like, no, we focus too much on quarterbacks, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And then right. I watch these games and I'm like, oh no, if you don't have a quarterback, you're dead. Like you're just, yeah. your team cannot do anything. Yeah. You're, you're dead in the water. You can't fight through it. So I still think that Flores is a good coach. The, the personnel is not as good as I thought it was going to be. And then now we don't get the draft pick next year to sell out a waddle. Um, I, I did. Yeah. I never agreed with that. I never agree for trading picks for a, a, a wide receiver that I see every year. I'll be honest, as an Ohio State fan, we've got two Jalen Waddles on our team right now. Like, I don't know the sense in trading draft picks for receivers. That was a mistake. So now yeah. we did all that, like, tank for Tua and all the trades. We got a blessing by the Houston trade, uh, you know, and got their draft pick. And now we've squandered it. Or the defensive, you know, I, I here's what's funny. I don't even remember the defensive guy they drafted because he has done nothing. Dion something oh, or whatever. Jalen Phillips from yeah, Miami. It's, it's, it's just on and on. So now they've squandered yeah. all those years. So I'm like, well, now here we are again. Well, hey, you could have the, as a Rams fan, you can have that debate all the time, right? Is, is fans for some reason still have this just love draft picks. And I'm like, why do people love draft in any sport? No, it's you've always said this. A- you crap shoot it's a stupid idea Take like what you got yep yeah it assets right like people are like oh the rams will never win again they've got no draft picks i'm like yeah you guys have been saying it for six years now and yet we're still off the top of the league yeah. it's no, funny you, like you go get a player I, I yeah. totally agree. So the league not, not full to, of people, you can get them. Get not them to believe, I'll let you go. I got one. I got one more team on here, which I'm going to be. Okay. More, I'm going to yep. be kinder to them. So who's your? Who's your like? What the hell are you doing, team? I well, I mean, the obvious choice is the Chiefs, and I. But I still think they're just beat up from a I couple don't know of what years. To, I don't know what to do. Yeah, but that why? Okay, so just real quick, I'll ask you a question, then I'll let you go. Sure. Sure. I understand that about the Chiefs and the beat up and all this. Yeah, but why? Why? Why can't they? If they have the best quarterback supposedly that anybody's ever seen, if yeah. for the next twenty years they've got the next Tom Brady, why can't they adjust and figure this out to get through these injuries? And well, they very well might. That's sort of the thing, right? I mean, I think five, they again, like I said before, five and four they are right now. I mean, that's what the Bucks were last year. They could easily win, you know, six of their last seven and go hot into the playoffs. So. I'm again, I, I'm weary about criticizing the Chiefs. I mean, that that to me is just a team that's struggling to come together so far, but with the huge potential upside of, of being right back in it at the end of the year and making us all shake our heads again. Uh, the Chargers, I think, are a bit of a letdown so far. I, I, I find that even when they win, they're, they're starting to look a little less impressive. And, yeah. and I don't know what their reasoning is because their defense is very, very good with a couple of really top-end talent players on it. And their offense is pretty good, too, but it just doesn't seem to be adding up to coming together to look like a team. Like, I don't find the Chargers scary, but I feel like I should find them a little more frightening. You know, they have oh, a agree. lot of things, and I could be wrong about that. The biggest disappointment this year, though, the bottom half of the NFC West. I mean... The Niners and the Hawks are two teams that continuously are always in it the last five years, especially the Seahawks, and they both look absolutely awful. I mean, not just like, ah, uh, you know, they're winning. It's just terrible. They, terrible yeah, they just look times. like a normal team. I, I would agree yeah. with both of those. I, I had them high. On my, I was really high on the 49ers. I was wrong. I drank the Kool-Aid, and I was like, no, they just need this. They need Jeff, that. I don't ever believe any football team that decides to have a quarterback controversy. I don't think there's a winning football team anywhere wow, where that's a I thing. Like that's that. a t- I thought it was a that was my strange thing about why would you keep Jimmy Garoppolo? 
at all. Or why would you drive like you the, the the we'll keep them both thing is like the stupidest idea to me. I thought, you know, this guy's this is not Alex Smith in Kansas City at the tail end of his career keeping the seat warm. Jimmy Garoppolo is a guy who still thinks he should be at the prime of his career leading a team to a Super Bowl with a kid breathing down his neck. I thought they should have been should have been like Belichick should have just made a decision and gone with it. If, if you're going to go with the kid, go with the kid, trade the other guy. But I think that's really, really screwed their team this season is not setting a direction and being clear with it. And, and yeah, it's, and they it's have showing no, now. And they have, they have no direction on offense, which is supposed to be Shanahan's guru and all that. Uh, they're definitely yeah. like, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I bought into it for the last time. I'm, I'm done with the 49ers until they restruct, like, till they decide who's going to be quarterback, till they figure out their idea. Debo Samuel, I still love him. He's, you know, he's yes. doing his job. Defense looks all right, but there's only so much you can do in these situations. In the NFL, you just, you just don't have that margin of error to play with. And now it, yeah, it just, they don't look like they care. <laughs> Uh, it, there's so many things wrong with that team. That that's well, a missing thing. Robert Sala. Eh? Like the Robert Sala on defense with uh, that energy and that. I mean, that really flipped yeah. their defense on head now. So but they're man, not the you same. Don't team. Score the defense just is like okay. Like we can yeah. only keep coming back out here so many times. Yeah, we don't want to. The defense gets tired trying to have to win games. You know, sixteen, yes. fourteen. You too know? much like pressure too. And then yeah. you call the game different too. Like you call the game different because if you yeah. don't have any kind of lead at all. And then now that. You know the uh, basically the 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 wing T offense isn't working anymore. It's kind of backfired. Yeah. I think this is Shanahan's last year. They'll they'll completely retool after this year. I think. I think I he's 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 maybe going to try to use the old. It's a classic technique for a, a oh. coach that's failing, which is put the kid in at the late in the yep. year. And you go, hey, look, oh, you're right. You one more so it buys you. Sometimes it buys more. you. Sometimes it buys you two years because of yeah. Yeah, and that's a good point. Well, look what Flores is trying to do in Miami. Another team right. I got, and I'll be nice to this team because honestly, I think most of it is they're they're they no they didn't go get them a quarterback. The uh, Washington football team, you know, they no they, quarterback. They know. they they had a great defense last year. They go to the playoffs. They fight tooth and nail with the Buccaneers. They really think they got something to build on. They bring in Fitzpatrick to. They don't draft a quarterback. They bring in Fitzpatrick. Yeah, the offense is just complete. He doesn't even play. I think he's hurt in the first quarter of the game. They the offense is just completely null and void. The defense has taken a step back, and it yeah. it's one of these teams to where it doesn't look like anybody's at fault. It just looks like they're all like in the wrong place at the right right wrong time, yeah. and and it's and they they've become this team to where like you forget that they're on. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. Yeah. You're, well, you're they're a got, nameless football team with no yeah. quarterback. And you know, and a yeah. bunch of all of their best players are heavily underrated, right? Like, yeah, maybe yeah. one of the better uh, one-two punches running back-wise in football. Nobody knows. Like nobody Katie knows. McKissick, you, McKissick's a up, really good running back too, and he's, yeah. he's killing it in the past game. And it's just like I watch a lot of football, knows. and I'm like, oh, I forgot Washington played. Like this week, I was ranking them. Yeah. And I'm like. I don't even know if they played last week. Well, they didn't, but it feels Why like they've got 31 a, teams in my power. It, ranking. it feels like they got two things. They either got a buy or they're playing the giants. Like it feels like that's the yeah. only two games that, <laughs> that the football team has. I feel really bad. My man, couch coach live and Rob Cruz are huge fans. They do a podcast and it just, it just didn't come together. It's just a complete just wasted a season. I mean, you well, need a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. I hey, don't know. Like, hey, there you go. We, we all, I mean, everybody feels good for Ron Rivera. But sure. just because just because we feel good for you doesn't mean you deserve a head coaching job. He's not a head football coach. He's he, I mean, he's got to get uh, 
He's got to get mean, a quarterback. He's out, the last time he was good was when he had a guy who could play it. I yeah, mean, but outside of Cam Newton's like miraculous year, like he doesn't. That's true. But he doesn't raise the raise the team up. Like I'm sure he's a great guy to have around. Like let's just have a let's just yeah. have a have around guy. But man, you need a guy to to go in there and, and get something done. I don't I don't see any X's and O's coming out of the the football team. Um, it's yeah, it's it's he's just in that really category great. of sort of underwhelming as a head coach. <laughs> yeah, Vic, you know, call it the Vic Fangio category or something. There you, know, you go, just well, a guy it, doing the job kind of thing. What's funny so. is Kyle Shanahan's right there. Kyle Shanahan's no better than Ron Rivera. Starting to slip into that category, yeah. he is. I mean, he, he's he, yeah. He, he should have stole that Super Bowl when he had it. All he, I mean, he yeah. had everything, <laughs> and I think. The Kansas City did. I think we look at this Kansas City team now. We're like, how did they win a Super Bowl two years ago? Like this team is. Yeah. And I just want everybody, like anybody that wants to get at me and apologize or admit whatever. <laughs> after the Super Bowl loss last year by Kansas City, I said Kansas City got beat by a cover four defense, and everybody acted like it was the next coming of the '86 Giants right. defense. And I'm like, no. Right. I was like, Kansas City crumbled. Had no idea what to do against against umbrella coverage basically i was right that's all anybody's running right now yeah they, 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 there was it was prevent defense the whole game so and here's and an interesting thing on that stat right and you're like how is it that it's the same thing with the rams right the rams go to the super bowl defenses have figured them out now mcveigh takes a couple of years to retool comebacks do it again same thing for kansas city the, the most interesting thing to me is that their offenses the chiefs offenses tyree kill and travis kelsey basically right one guy for the underneath, one guy to take the top off. Nobody yeah. who's capable of doing anything in between those two. Yeah. Tyree Kill this year, right? I said he had 101 targets. I just looked here. He's averaging 11 yards a catch. Now, that's incredibly low for a guy who takes the top off. I know it gets a lot of screens, but that's exactly the point. Yeah. They're having to use their burner as their intermediate pass catcher because they don't have... Sammy Watkins or somebody else who can actually do or that somebody, job, or just anybody else. Well, let's piggyback on that. Two, it wasn't it wasn't this past game. It was two weeks ago in the game they they won. Um, you know, yeah. Mahomes had a decent game. He was fifteen for fifteen behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, like behind the line of scrimmage, he threw fifteen passes behind the line of scrimmage on his stat charts, and yeah. that's exactly what you're talking. They're about, missing. Like, they're missing a threat. In, in a big chunk of the field. I mean, they, yeah. they can scare them over the top, but you're right. If you play any sort of cover four, any sort of umbrella coverage, you're not letting this guy outrun you. So they're, they're right. bubble screening him. But he's small, it, too. I mean, what are you going to do? Throw it to a 5'7 guy in the backfield all game? You it, can't. It, exactly. Every, and I get a little burnout on the, the, the Tyree Kill thing. We'll talk about burnout conversations. We're going to have that here in a second. Okay. But I like okay. I love talking Ready. ball with you, actual ball with you. Hey, buddy, so far we're at an hour 10. I, I barely even noticed it's just been- because um, I, I get tired of that with Kansas City because they're like, well, they don't have this and they don't. And I'm not saying you're saying that you're just pointing out right. what's yeah, not going course. on. But I'm always like, well, if you're telling me you've got this great offensive coach, you're telling me that your offensive coordinator, you're begging. You're telling me swearing that he should have head coaching jobs. That's fine. I don't even argue with that. I don't know Eric B at all. Yeah, he might be head coach material. I have never interviewed him. Right. So. <laughs> And then you're telling me you got Patrick Mahomes, who is guaranteed the next Tom Brady. That's all we've heard. Yeah. You can't fit. You can't figure anything out to get a couple more points. I don't mean like you have to go back to like 50 points a game, but like you can't. You can't squeeze out another touchdown. You can't get a well. I, I, well but when we look over at Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, yeah. and they're like, okay, we'll figure out a way to get guys open, and somehow Baltimore still gets 
you know, Andrews open wide open in the middle of the field when everybody in the right. world knows that's who the ball's going to. Kansas City can't figure anything out. I well, think we might have a, a different we might have a different conversation about these guys if if by this time next week uh, Beckham's playing for them because suddenly there's your there's your intermediary intermediate receiver there right will the he do season, okay, so. okay 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 can so will they use him correctly will they I think we need to reset I think we need to reset here because our All last right. cat or, no no okay. b- before we get as our last category was disappointing teams we covered that would you agree yeah, yeah so I let's so. let's get on to and this is what I told you subjects that we're just done with. And then we're going to talk oh. about them. Oh, I thought that's when you, when you told me that's what the one category was, I thought, is this like, I'm done with this shit kind of category? Because if it is, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> good. Cause I've got a couple queued up in my head. I so think we're, so. we got, we got, these are the categories. I'm, I'm going to, I might even put this out as a separate episode, however long okay. it goes on. Okay. Okay. As, as, as these are, these are subjects, topics I'm done with talking about the NFL because I do this, you know, every, you know, all week long. But all right. we're going to talk about them. And so since you brought up OBJ, I'm going to start with <laughs> I'm done talking about OBJ, a guy who hasn't had an impact on the NFL in four years. And at the same time, let's talk about what's going to happen with OBJ and will it matter? So uh, take it away. I, I don't think it's going to matter anywhere near as much as as um, people think it will because you're right i don't think he's the same type of receiver that he always was albeit i mean cleveland browns are completely completely idiotic in the way that they built their team you go and get a bunch of really good receivers and then run the ball all the time i just don't really understand the you get a quarterback who spread quarterback couple of great receivers let's just run i form power runs every down not that they're not good at that what that just you know what i mean so I, I mean, we're done with it in the sense that he is he's a reputation guy. He's like everything in the world. He he is always going to have credit and credibility and, and, and reputation. And we don't know why beyond it Be- because of exactly what everybody has said because of the famous catch. It's he was a catch. He's a viral made, celebrity. You know, it doesn't matter made more money off. Of, and he did. I understand he started his season, uh, his career. Like, I know he's yeah. the fastest to this, the fastest to that. Sure. That's fine. He's got one playoff game, and I think he has like three catches in it, like meaningless, you know, playoff yep. game other than that. And then that's, but that's all we've talked about for like eight weeks <laughs> is OBJ and the Browns. And by the way, I well, forgot to mention earlier, one of the best, one of the, I, I couldn't pick out a player. Cleveland Browns offensive line has been one of the best units I've seen all yes. year. Yeah. We talked about Tennessee's interior defense, we talked about what the Rams do. Cleveland Browns offensive line is awesome. That's a great point. But what I will admit when they built that team, they didn't have the head coach. They do now, you know, that's fair. And he, they, a guy came in and recognized like, okay, we've got this really good team here. What's that dude doing? Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. I think that's probably what they thought, right? Yeah. $15 million slot receiver, how much they're paying him. And, and the, he's, he's right. He's not getting the ball enough and he's not getting, he's not being utilized the way that he should be used on any team. The Browns have really dropped the ball on that one. So I, you're right. I think the clear, I think Cleveland looked at it and thought, look, if we're going to have headaches between you and the quarterback, we're obviously going to pick the quarterback right. and you obviously deserve a different situation than what we're giving you. So let's just like, let's just be it's a mutual breakup, Jeff. It's just two people. They're just looked at each other and just went, this isn't working anymore. And they just parted ways. So, I mean, he's, if he finds himself in a good scenario though, I mean, he's got the talent. So where he signs will be very interesting. Green Bay is a, is a real head scratcher. I hear, I think, I, 
the I Patriots. Hear I hear. No, I don't think there's any way he goes to the Patriots. Only because I, classic Mac Bill jo- Belichick move, though. It is. It really is. But Mac Jones is running a really dink and dunk offense. It's working, and I know it sounds negative, right. but it's not. There's nothing wrong with like completing passes and moving on. Yeah, you yeah. dealt with it for years with golf. Like sometimes you just like take. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being serious. Yeah. Like I would rather yeah, win. Right. I would rather have a dink and dunk quarterback that's winning than Tua, who I have no. He, well, maybe literally maybe no Beckham helps. You know them actually kind of open the office. I mean, who else? Who who is he throwing to in New England? Well, that's right? true. Jacoby that's Myers true. or I mean, is Muhammad <laughs> Sanu still there? I don't I don't know who. No, they're that's a great all. point. I mean, <laughs> Wait a minute, did you say Muhammad Sanu? <laughs> No, I don't know. He always ends up somewhere like, by the way, one of, another one of the best so. college players I ever saw that guy, there you go. that guy should have been better. Should have had a better career. He's probably still uh, so bouncing he, around. I think he he's is like somewhere. Cordell Patterson. San Francisco he's like Cordell Patterson. Shout out to hey, Cordell Patterson. He's having a great season in Atlanta. He's having a great season for no the reason. The everything man, right? The, the weirdest, everything. the weirdest looking player. He looks like yeah. a creative player on Madden. If somebody made too big, They're like yeah. let's just make him bigger. Just put him a running back. Just all right. Here we go. <laughs> whatever. Do whatever, man. <laughs> that goes. Uh, that's a good point. I think. I think OBG. OB. I keep calling him OBG. I have no idea why. Uh, OB. <laughs> I did a show. I did see <laughs> Sunday last week for Off the Ball Network, and I'm like, I keep calling. I think uh, Odell uh, winds up with Seattle. That's my prediction. I think, and Whoa. I think that Russell is the guy that can. I won't say handle it. You think he's going to go to a team that's that out of it so far? Or? I, I do because of Russell really? Wilson. I th- I think that if when it comes down to it, if he had to go to the Patriots and play like that role yeah. in the offense but have a chance to win, or if he has like goes to Seattle and he's like, I can still catch 40 passes this year, more passes this year, and yeah. might have a shot. I think he's going to lean towards the stats because, to be mm. fair, the guy doesn't have a contract next year. So he also can't just go like be a role player and try and steal a Super Bowl. Well, people then, are saying, oh, we should go to the Rams. I'm like, are you out of your mind? Oh, God, like, no. Why would he go to the Rams? Like, and why would the Rams want him either? Yeah. They're like, oh, it's, it's going to be so cool. I'm like, who? There's only one football. No. You know, yeah. you got the league's leading receiver. Robert Woods is still a very high quality. Van Jefferson. I'm like, oh, let's just throw. By Odell the way, Beckham Robert in there, right? Like Robert Woods is going to go down as one of the all time like, like under all of very good unsung yes. heroes. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I love that guy. Uh, great, so great career putting together. I th- I think he goes to Seattle because Russ doesn't care. Seattle fans don't care. Like, there's no yeah. like the the pressure there isn't. You know, enormous. They can experiment with whatever. Metcalf isn't like he's a good receiver, but he's not like yeah. he's not like oh, I can't give up anything. Metcalf doesn't care. I think it just yeah. blends well. The only like him and Lockett might fist fight, but here's what I, <laughs> here's how I'll defend OBJ. He did literally everything that Cleveland asked him to do last year. Sacrificed everything they asked him right. to do. Block, you know, everything. And it didn't work out. Like they yeah. still just blamed everything on him and and sent him, kicked him to the curb. I don't know what goes on yeah. in the locker room and stuff. Nobody's come out and said anything. But what I will say is, they said that they said that he couldn't do that, and he did it. Yeah, like he he played on that run first offense, and he did well, it. The, I think it counts on him are are that he's actually a very good teammate. I mean, uh, you know the. Yeah. Who knows, really? Uh, I mean, really, uh, the news cycles and all that stuff say right. one or the other, depending on the day. So, 
if, if he is or he isn't, I, I mean, honestly, if he's got only the, the year to go through, then I would probably gamble on whoever's got a real chance at winning the Super Bowl. I don't think Seattle does. I mean, I think, I think Seattle's no, just in a year Seattle where they just got to check out. Green Bay would be interesting, I think. That would really change the Packers' offense. I mean, finally having a second receiver and, on the roster. but and, and we know that they don't have to worry about next year. Like, Rodgers right. is clearly, clearly not going to play there I, next year. I Look, I, I've, I'm now past the point of imagining that I know what goes on there in Rodgers' head. So. Well, no, that, he's next on my list. So <laughs> yes, we're getting there. Okay, good. Okay. He might not be next. He's, I think he's third on my list. We'll get there. We'll get to him. Okay, yeah. good. So, so you tell me, what are you, what are you done with talking about? Uh, and then we're going to talk about it. I like this. We should do a whole show. What we're done with talking about that. We're I'm talk done about. with talking about it, but only because I, I'm, I, I really think there just has got to be some solution to it, but absolutely horrible ticky tack penalty calls. Like yeah. I'm biased, obviously, because I thought the whole, I thought the Rams game on Sunday night was basically over when they called it, not a touchdown in the back of the end zone on, on Tyler Higby. I, I, I mean, every oh, week in the annoying. NFL games getting decided by a guy's finger grazing a face mask and that being yeah. a 15 yard penalty, a guy, you know, a blade of grass out of bounds is not a touchdown. When you come back in and take four more steps inbounds and catch the pass. It's just, I'm, I'm done with the constant NFL. Like that was a great throw by Stafford, by the way. Exactly. It, I yeah, love that. Was. I love that non-touchdown. Holy cow. I forgot it was all a, about that. It really would have changed the whole thing, but it's just, I'm done. With, I'm done with this fact that we just cannot seem to get to a consensus on the officiating and on the rules that actually seems to make people be like, you know what? That's, that's good enforcement. That's good interpretation. That it's just everything. Like rubbing I mean, the passer is is so out the window now, that, and it's changing football games left and right. Like it's just getting to a point. The, the spot foul on PIs, for example, insane that a penalty is worth fifty five yards. He could have caught it. He also could have had a bounce off his face mask. So I think I think the NFL has got to tool retool some of these game altering calls. Yeah, to to have less of an impact because I'm tired of it always being the it's issue. It's constant, right? So and it's uh, the constant conversation. With. No, no, I totally yeah. agree with you. It's a constant conversation. I got to wake up every you know Monday or Sunday morning because it's the same in college football, and you know instead of talking about like the great plays or whatever, like we wake up Tuesday yeah. morning, all we're talking about in that Chicago Pittsburgh game is the penalties, the penalties, the penalties, the penalties, like nothing else and it's like i understand everything's under a microscope everything's reviewed but i i totally agree i think that's a great nominee like it's it does change the game the, the higby one was a great I, I totally forgot about that i was infuriated when that happened yeah. that night um, they should be reviewable too right like the uh, again yeah, why aren't the reviews my bias i'm using my bias to the rams fandom here but like the the, the last ditch thing that really put the nail in the coffin to end the game was when the Rams were made a stop on third down with four minutes to go to get the ball back. And Aaron Donald shoves Ryan Tannehill a little bit and he goes out of bounds and they called him for roughing the passer. And I'm like, that is, that is a completely game altering yeah. call to make. Yeah. Now they get the ball. There's three minutes left. The game's basically over now. So it's just the, the fact that they keep giving this much sort of uh, control to the game, to the refs, and then not having any way to sort of counteract them. Every other sport is moving to this. The NBA does it, right? There's a foul call. Go take a look. Okay, I'll go take a look. They take three minutes to look yeah. at it, and they're back. It's just it's starting to get to the point where you're like, there has to be a little bit more recourse than having entire football games 
boiled down to, you know, the quarterback chucked the ball up in the air and the receiver just, you know, that, that's throws, what I hate. Throws his arms up and gets 45 yards. Like, and, and that's another thing, like, just to spin this all together that, you know, we were watching the Ravens game the other day and I said that Lamar's even figured out, like, if your receiver is close covered, just throw it at him. Throw it yeah. at their feet, throw it at their head, whatever, because 50% of the time you'll get a pass interference call. And that's yeah. that, that that's a legitimate play in today's football is the PI call. So I well, think in the same a, way that in the NBA, it's a legitimate play now to flail your arms and and make a noise. So and this a, year they this year they're starting to cut down on it. I uh, I'm get I'm hearing good reviews. That's that's good. The NFL should be following suit with that too. And yes. I mean, especially on the roughing the passer calls because they oh, it's, always it's, it's those insane. are com- they the NFL is yet to really understand just how big of a call that is. Like it is almost always enforced on a on a positive play for the defense. A sack, mm-hmm. for example, you go from it being third and fifteen to being first and ten, thirty yards further down the field. Yeah. That is a completely game shifting call, and it's and it's disproportionate, I think, to the act that gets committed. Same with the the spot foul on PIs, like chucking a ball in the air and then giving them the spot at where the foul took place. Oh, it's just horrible, crazy. I think it was the Colts, maybe, but there was a game I was watching a few weeks ago where the commentator, one of the commentators, said uh, after one of these PIs got called, he went, he went, the best pass play the Colts have this year is the pass interference call. Yep. And I burst out laughing, and I thought that nobody should be able to say that. That it's a be legitimate a thing. call. I we were you know I was the high state game. It was the high state Penn State game. Um, they wouldn't call holding. And, you know, it sounds like as an Ohio State fan, like I'm just complaining or whatever. There was literally a moment, you know, they come in, uh, I think it was the center, basically tackles the middle linebacker. Nobody says anything. And the announcers who never do that for ESPN were like, oh, they're just not going to call it. And I'm like, they're even starting to see it now. So I think that's a great call. So the other one on my list is (laughs) – and we won't talk about it long because we kind of dissect already. All right. And and I live in Ohio. I'm pretty much done talking about the Cleveland Browns. Like, I'm done <laughs> talking about Baker Mayfield. I'm done talking about are they good or are they not. I'm done talking about is it his fault or not. I'm done talking about OBJ. Like, I'm just so done yeah. talking about the Cleveland Browns as, you know, as a, they're just, they're a good football team. But yep. man, and it's not just me. I mean, it's ESPN, it's Fox, it's everybody. Like, we spend so much time talking about the Cleveland yeah. Browns. It's wearing me out. I'm like, they're not even one of the best teams yet. Uh, they are a good team. The big so, personalities really seem to draw, yeah. you know, without Beckham there, that's probably going to move a few cameras away uh, from the Browns facility. I hope but so. they really, I mean, when they drafted Baker Mayfield, they should have known they were getting, he's a draw as a personality. Yeah. It's still, and it's they can't it's escape it, right? It's fascinating. Yeah. And I mean, so was Beckham. And I mean, they've got a lot of they've got a lot of talent on that team. And because, you know, Cleveland Browns have been awful for years. So yeah. to see them competitive is like a cool story in its own right. But they've got the quarterback that draws the eyes. I you know, again, without Beckham, they might actually start to get it together a little bit. I, they look great last down. week. But I'm yeah. just uh, you know, every week I spend so much time like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. You guys okay. call me good guys. Call me in a few weeks. Like I need to take a break. Like there's 31 <laughs> other teams that we got to talk about. We spent so much time talking about the Cleveland Browns and, and their yep. whatever they're, they've got an average starting quarterback. Like you get it. You had Jared Goff I, for years. Yeah. You're like, yeah, he's, he's the starter, but 
we're not going to win a Super Bowl. I like, still don't understand. Like I said it earlier, I don't understand why they built the drafted him and then built the team they built. Like, why would you draft a guy who is a, a much more of a spread wide quarterback who could, yeah. who could sling and then tell him go under center and hand it off thirty five times a game? <laughs> yeah, and that's like, all you're only, you're only going to throw it ten times. Trade a game for Jim. I'll say it again. Why don't they just trade for Jimmy Garoppolo then or something? Like, right. go get a guy who just needs to throw for two hundred and twenty yards on a couple. Oh of man, he'd be perfect game. there. Actually, like I, send Baker to somewhere where they'll spread him out and they'll get something going. Like, and let's face it, it's not certain that Baker you know is going to stay there. It's not locked in. They haven't signed him yet. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I still don't think it's a predicament, right? They're still in that. They, sort of, they are. They are in the Jared Goff. Give them a lot of money. Go back I to was, square one. I, was, I mean, I was so mad. I've called it the Baker Mayfield dilemma for months. And then one of the, you know, one of the rich big name guys on TV or whatever called it yeah. that. And everybody's like, Oh, it's a good point. I'm like, well, fuck you. Like <laughs> I've been saying that for 12 months. It's the original. Originally it's the Jared Goff problem is what yeah. it is. Right. It's, is I, you got to give him market value, but do you and, want and, do, you do it knowing now, you know, now, especially thanks to the Rams trading for Stafford, you know, now what it's going to take to get rid of the guy. If this doesn't work yes. out right now, and you know, I, you're going to have to annex your future. And that's the quarterback it. to get the hell out of it. And that's what I've, I've said all season about Tua. I'm like, I do not want the Dolphins to get in the Jared Goff dilemma. And once again, I like Jared Goff, but I also yeah. don't necessarily think he's going to win me a Super Bowl this year. I don't, I don't, it's just, and I, I just keep saying that. And like, they spoiler alert, Lions fans. I don't think Jared <laughs> yeah, Goff's going to win yeah, the Super yeah, Bowl I don't this know year. If he's, I don't know if he's <laughs> the next step, the next piece of the puzzle. It yeah. is this year. I've, I've actually been, you know what? I'm going to take a second and say, I've been really proud okay. of Jared Goff. He is, he has played decent. He's, he's had a chance to win yeah. several games, but he has not pouted. He has not looked his, his uh, you know, his um, energy's not bad. Like he, his, uh, He's you know, made way, a few plays in Detroit games yeah. where I've looked at and gone, okay, you never did that for the Rams. I've never seen you step up and dodge a yeah, pass exactly. rusher and then fire when I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That's why they got rid of you is because you wouldn't do that. Because so, you wouldn't okay. do that. But I think he's I think he's handled it fine. Um yeah. and that, you know, having a, you know, I don't know, whatever he got, hundred million dollars or whatever, probably helps. Probably helps. It keeps the stress levels down, I'm sure. But here's yeah. what we think. If you're I mean, it's just I don't you know, we're not gonna do this now, but I mean if you're Washington, Miami, if you're all these teams, you're like, uh, Jared Goff's better than our option that we have right now. Because sure. you've said it. I don't the 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 guesswork isn't where it's at. Like tell me what yeah. you have. Like if I'm the Dolphins, I would give everything um, you know, for Stafford yeah. tomorrow. So yeah. One last subject. Let's let's do this. Okay. Let's talk about Aaron okay. Rodgers. Oh, because I'm kind of done talking about Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> we start. No, we did the quarter, and you called him out for throwing the game against New Orleans. I stand by that. I stand. I do now, too. I now I stand by it even more. So. Now that we know he's a crackpot. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I, I'm totally I wouldn't done. put it past him to throw a football game now. I'm totally done talking about Aaron Rodgers. So let's talk about Aaron Rodgers for a minute. Yep. Um, of course. When this happened, you had to be like, I told you, this guy is a goofball. Like he does well, it. <sighs> well, okay. Here's what I want to ask I you. I just, I don't know how to wrap my head around it. You Please can't. ask me it's something. Ridiculous. Give me a direction to go in. So here's what I want to ask you is why doesn't Aaron Rodgers get the, and here's the one thing we haven't seen. Why isn't he getting the dumb athlete treatment? Any other player goes on and says the stuff that he did. We're like, 
here's what I hear all week long at work. I won't it's another, say another dumb okay. athlete, blah, blah, blah. Aaron yeah. Rodgers are like, I don't know. Maybe he's got a point. I'm like, well, that's that's my that's my done with it. Part of it is is that they are still. I mean, I heard Mike Wilbon on on PTI say this the other day. He was like, he's the smartest guy in the room. Everybody keeps saying that he's the smartest guy in the room. He's so Why do we smart. Think that? He's so smart. Blah 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 blah. And I, do they know how look, smart? People I don't. Are? This isn't. This show is not the platform to say something like this, probably. But I'm going to do don't it say anyway it. because this I show is the platform to say something. I just like don't this. care to say it. But the the reason why he is still depicted as a super intelligent, madly genius kind of guy is because he's a good looking white man, that's and that's it. just the long this and short is, of it. Just he's so a you know, beautifully, so you know, he's got beautiful blue eyes and a flowing oh, yeah. California hard. hair, he looks, he and he's looks charming. Right now, chiseled jaw. He's got the face. He's got that oh. classic American white guy face. People, anything comes out of that face. A, there is not a better, uh, uh, no, I shouldn't say a better, but there, this is a really <laughs> great time to be Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And he knows Aaron Rodgers can do it. Yeah, you were wrong. This is exactly what Aaron Rodgers doing whatever the fuck they want, Jeff. That's yeah. that is most of history is guys like Aaron Rodgers just saying something and people being like, well, no, I knew he's because he's still pretty smart. <laughs> here's what they say that guy said the same thing I've been thinking, so I've declared him smart now. <laughs> That yeah. is it. It's literally <laughs> I, like it's it's, it's the it's printing press. Odd. Whoever got to, whoever got to write the words got to change the rules. It is so yep. ridiculous. Like, oh, he's so smart. I'm like, first of all, you know, he first know of all he of asks the questions on Jeopardy, you know, and Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> he went on it right, and they're like, well, I did great. I'm like, yeah, but everybody knows Celebrity Jeopardy is easier than Real Jeopardy, right? Because oh, otherwise God. they'd all they'd all be in the red every time, and they're like, wow, he won. I'm like, he beat out people <laughs> who don't have to think for a living. Like he's, I don't know. I'm just, that's I'm great. Just being, no, no. Just being a dick totally now, he gets so. where he's like, Oh, I'm a critical thinker. And I'm like, excuse me, Aaron, I work in a hospital. I don't know if you know what a critical thinker is. <laughs> because also, like anybody's a, a critical dude, thinker, Jeff, not, yeah, anybody it's, is it's like not a dude laying on his couch in a hoodie. Yeah. So I've, I've been, I've been doing my best all week. I said earlier today, I said the, uh, um, the the Packers you know might get OBJ and I said Aaron Aaron has asked him to do their research so they've asked two orthodontists in a uh, right. <laughs> in a bait shop owner from from Cleveland yeah. to see what they yeah. thought because that's how ridiculous it sounds went out to the local comedy club and got trade advice from a couple other people on stage hey guys what do you think we should do with the roster so here? stupid and uh, no it's yeah. it's exactly what it is it's 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 yeah it's definitely what everybody reached. thinks it is it's definitely tipped over the point especially with the off season and the preseason and all that oh, it's uh, the my aaron Rodgers quota has been drastically so, overfilled i totally like, agree I i'm good that, i'm I knew good we could now, agree okay. on it you had the right answer he's ridiculous i don't care yeah i don't care what anybody says like i don't you can I, I, you know what? I'll just I'll, let host me try. Jeopardy, whatever. Let sure. me try. I mean. Trust me, people. I'm the smartest person you know. Trust yeah. me. Let's see if that works. Let's see yeah, if, if I do that start. every episode of my own show. Is, is Le- like, huh. you, guess what though? Listen to me. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you're smarter than Aaron Rodgers, and I don't mean oh, smarter. <laughs> I don't mean smarter. Aaron Rodgers is. Here's what I'll tell you. He's smart about. He knows exactly who he's talking to. He knows exactly what they hear. And sure. That part he's got down pat. Well, I was going to say his little Pat McAfee thing was like one of those like uh, after everybody had a riot with it on Twitter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? But I'm like afterwards, I thought I wouldn't put it past him to be like, oh, I'm just I'm just trolling all these. Oh, he's people. a. But I'm like, 
it wouldn't be a good troll though is the problem like maybe you've taken your jokes a little too far because now it's like yeah no, i think room. you're an idiot like it's just, yeah yeah not exactly not not the best it just kills me. i'm just saying when when ocho cinco did that stuff he was laughed out of the league for like what an idiot and ocho cinco is a really smart guy too you know what i mean yeah. but when yeah. he did crazy you know stuff like this it was oh my god blah 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 receivers whatever quarterback does this you're like hmm like he cost right. his team a win yeah he cost his team a win like you know yeah. he you know it, it it is it but is also terrible. now now he's also he's also ginned up a bunch of crap that's going to follow oh, yeah. them for the year oh, now yeah. the, all the cameras are leaving cleveland because but he's not a distraction but he, wisconsin yeah. i mean yeah yeah he's not a distraction though because just like you said he looks he looks like sam elliott Every, everybody <laughs> loves sam elliott you can say whatever you want if you're sam elliott <laughs> fucking like guy hey all right Dan. oh shit yeah I, do you feel like we covered everything you wanted to cover? I think we covered. I, I can't possibly imagine what else I could. I think it was great. I feel now. I feel good about what we've done. I've got seven fifty four wrote down here. So when I go back and listen to it, oh boy, that's gonna that's gonna be. <laughs> what did awesome. I say? I don't remember now. I don't know either. But uh, <laughs> we. But uh, that being said, uh, again, tell everybody uh, your podcast, both your podcasts, and tell them where they can yeah. find you. Uh, yeah, both the podcasts. The first one is my own personal podcast is Assorted Goods, as you see the little oh, little logo down oh, yeah. there. I, I, I'm disoriented no, by the camera. No, it's hard. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to know which way. I do which. this every time when I'm trying to point to my guy. Right, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, if I, listen to Assorted Goods. It's simply, I mean, quite simply, it's a show where just I, I pick a topic and I try to do a little more research into it and then package it for something where we can all learn a little bit more and not be so serious about it and political and you know, all that stuff. So it's for the curious minded who don't want to be insane afterwards. So uh, that and the fucking a podcast, uh, fucking a as in Canadian, a E H can find both <laughs> the podcasts anywhere you get your podcast. Fucking a is more comedy, just, you know, cracking jokes with my old college roommate, you know, real simple background noise kind of stuff. It's right up your alley. Whoever you are is listening. And, uh, you can find me on Twitter at disinformed Dan. That's uh, just the new handle that I've got. And the website is disinformed.ca. You have to cross the internet border to, to come to the website. <laughs> uh, check it out. I mean, it's, it's just hopefully good stuff that you enjoy and that, uh, that is, is valuable to you. So, Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So again, thanks Dan Felton for being on. I, I love it. Um, we got to make you an official part of the off the ball network. One of these days. I mean, I, I think the time's coming. Uh, I no mean, I, I don't know how I could possibly be more busy with the stuff that I do. But I no, will we, fit we, in we, however I can. Hey, okay. Here's the thing though. I'm going to see you in four weeks. I'm going to see you in four weeks, brother. Like we're not stopping <laughs> right. this train now. Right. We're the gonna, Q3 we're gonna report. This. So, right. Uh, Y'all know me. I'm Jeff at jhunt 6 You know, Jeff needs sports. Everywhere you listen to your podcast, go check out offtheballnetwork.com. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Dan, for being on. Go check out thanks all Thanks for having stuff. me, Jeff. Uh, it's been awesome. Uh, enjoy the next four or five weeks of the season, and we'll see you soon. Yeah. Guys.